C. diff, spores, and more is brought to you by Clorox Healthcare, trusted solutions for your infection prevention needs. Visit us on the web at CloroxHealthcare.com. Welcome to C. diff, spores, and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here's your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome to the program, and we welcome our listeners joining us today. We would like to thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare, for making this program possible. Please take a moment, visit the Clorox Healthcare website to learn more about their products, keeping environments safer. CloroxHealthcare.com forward slash Radio. It's a great pleasure to welcome our guest, Gareth Pierce-Jones, an infection prevention and control nurse at Betsy Cadwalder University Health Board in Wales, who is passionate about using non-traditional teaching methods to help healthcare professionals learn more. Dr. Jonathan Sutton, a consultant gastroenterologist in North Wales, with an interest in Clostridium difficile and the use of fecal microbiota transplantation to treat C. diff infections. And Melvin Bell, director and co-founder of Focus Games LTD, the UK's leading developer of educational board games to support face-to-face training in healthcare. They're all here today to discuss Game of Stools, improving C. diff training with a board game. Today, we are going to learn more about how making education can be fun and can improve infection prevention training. Our guest, Gareth Pierce-Jones, is going to share the inspiration behind Game of Stools, the Clostridium difficile training game. Melvin Bell will focus from Focus Games will discuss how games can be useful in training healthcare staff. And joined by consultant gastroenterologist Dr. Jonathan Sutton, who will discuss the need for effective training in C. diff infection prevention and treatments and much more. It's a pleasure at this time to welcome our guests to the program. Thank you for joining us today, Gareth, Melvin, and Dr. Sutton. Thank you. Hi there. Well, we welcome you very much, and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. And be with us. We know that you're on UK time, so you're a little ahead of us. And I'm going to start off by asking Gareth. Um, Gareth, would you like to take a little time and tell us about yourself and what you do? Yeah. Hi, Nancy. Uh, So my name's Gareth Pierce-Jones, and as you mentioned, I work as an infection prevention and control specialist in Bangor, North Wales. Um, So I've been doing that since... 2014. Um, prior to that, I trained as a pediatric staff nurse and worked for 13 years uh, on the children's wards in my local hospital. And then specifically in relation to this um, interview today, uh, I'm the inventor of Game of Stools, the Clostridium difficile themed educational board game that you're going to hear about today. Wonderful. Well, Gareth, thank you so much, and thank you for that nice introduction. We always like to hear uh, the background of our guests, and we appreciate you being here. And Melvin, would you like to take this opportunity to tell us a a little bit about yourself and Focus Games? Sure. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Well, I'm one of the co-directors and founders of Focus Games. Uh, We're based here in the UK, in Scotland and London. Uh, and we make educational board games which are used in training and learning across different industries. Uh, one of our biggest areas that we work in is within healthcare, and healthcare organizations, both here in the UK and around the world, uh, use our games uh, to help make the interaction and training uh, more engaging for learners. Uh, in the UK, uh, one of our biggest customers is the NHS, the National Health Service here, and we've worked with them uh, over the years developing a lot of uh, board games and online games uh, for training in topics such as we're talking about today, infection prevention, C. difficile, uh, etc. Well, Melvin, thank you. Thank you for the introduction and thank you for what you do with the um, the board games and for making the training and the education a lot more fun, and especially with the C. difficile board game, Game of Stools. Uh, right now, um, Melvin, I'm going to continue with you and ask you one of the games is the Game of Stools that we're talking about, which helps people to learn about C. difficile. Can you tell us about the game? Yeah, sure. Uh, so Game of Stools was uh, developed by Gareth, as uh, we said earlier on, and we came on board to help uh, bring this to uh, a wider audience in a, in a market. Uh, so Game of Stools, it's a board game. Uh, it's fun. It's competitive. Uh, but the foundation of it is educational, uh, and 
that's been designed that way in order to make it a, a useful teaching tool. Uh, we know that healthcare professionals want to engage and learn about C. difficile, uh, but they've got a lot of other uh, uh, challenges in terms of their time, uh, and we try to use games as a way of actually making this a little bit more engaging, interactive, and really the way in which they want to spend some of that time uh, in, in education and learning. Uh, it's an informal uh, game, uh, and that encourages discussion, uh, and that's really what you're trying to get, is showing uh, people's experience, uh, getting them to talk about their uh, understanding of uh, the topic and see the seal, and about how uh, prevention and management infection uh, and the knowledge uh, and confidence is built around that, uh, that area. Wonderful. We'll Thank you so much. Go ahead, Melvin. No, I, I would say, uh, I mean, we, we look at uh, the, uh, the, the way in which they learn from uh, these, uh, these games uh, really is a way of building their confidence uh, and building their knowledge, and that's really important in terms of actually changing behavior. Absolutely. Thank you, Melvin. And Gareth, what was the inspiration and, you know, to develop a game of stools? Uh, so working as an infection prevention and control nurse, I know that Clostridium difficile infection is one of the most important healthcare associative, associated infections that we have um, for a couple of reasons. We've got the number of cases reported in the UK steadily increasing over the last 10 years, uh, mortality rates for all deaths mentioning Clostridium difficile infection as either the underlying or direct cause of disease have more than doubled from 1999 to 2004 in the UK. And patients who are complicated with infection generally spend one to three weeks longer in hospitals uh, and also with the increasing numbers of elderly population there's furthermore expected to increase the risk of Clostridium difficile infection in the future so I decided to focus on Clostridium difficile as the topic that I wanted to, to develop this educational tool for and my goal really was to increase staff knowledge uh, and confidence around Clostridium difficile infection, hopefully, therefore, ensuring that patients are cared for promptly and safely. Um, so my initial inspiration for creating the board game stemmed from just being at home, really, over the Christmas period of 2014, just playing board games at home with my family, and that's where the sort of seed of the germ of inspiration started. You know, could I develop um, an educational board game? Uh, I didn't have any experience, any prior experience of educational board games per se, but I was curious to see if I could design a board game uh, to teach health professionals as an alternative to the more traditional teaching methods that we generally use. Um, so like I said, it started in 2014. It's been quite a long road uh, to get to this stage. Um, but initially, in early 2015, I just started to come up with a few ideas and a few thoughts about how I wanted to you know, make the game work, what I wanted to include in the game. Um, and how it would fit in a board game format. So what I initially did is I, I went out and I bought um, a vintage Monopoly board because that's a tried and tested you know, board game. People are familiar with that. Um, and that was important. I wanted that level of familiarity. I wanted people uh, to, to be able to, to play it relatively easily. Um, so that familiarity from, from the board was important. So I went out, bought this Monopoly board, and then I just basically modified adapted it, customized it to suit my needs, um, which basically involved doing a little hand, uh, drawing bits of paper and, you know, stuck them on with sticky sticky tape um, to make it suit my needs. And it, it looked very obviously homemade initially, um, but it suited my initial um, needs for a prototype. Uh, so I then spent the first half of 2015 testing and trialing the game in my local hospital um, but it was important that I, I tested the game with as many different healthcare professionals as possible because I didn't want the game purely to be accessible uh, or to um, appeal to doctors or I didn't want just to appeal to nurses, for example. So I made sure that I played it with every healthcare professional I could find. Um, and as well as that, I, I tried to gauge their opinion to fine-tune the game. Um, we worked on it, a few tweaks um, along the way until we were happy that it functioned as both a fun, playable game and that it was also working from an educational point of view. I wanted mm -hmm. to ensure that it was worth people you know, taking the time to play the game. Um, so I'm pleased to say that it was very favorably received. People really enjoyed the game. 
Um, so my health board then gave me uh, some further funding to redesign and rebrand the game to make it look more professional and not so obviously homemade. Uh, so that's, that took us to 2016. Um, we then spent the next six months or so working on the redesign until we ended up with that professional-looking product that we thought then had the potential to be used outside of my local hospital because we had it hadn't ventured outside um, our trust at that point. Uh, so we then had this professional-looking board game, which we then took to Focus Games, being the UK's premier educational board game manufacturer. They were the obvious choice to take Game of Stores onwards and upwards. And I'm pleased to say the contract was signed in early 2017, and the game was officially launched in August of last year. That's wonderful. Gosh, that's fantastic, Gareth, and thank you so much for sharing that information with us. Um, Believe it or not, we are already going to take a commercial break. When we return, we will continue discussing Game of Stools, improving C. diff training with a board game. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Join us on November 8th and 9th at the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Philadelphia Airport Hotel. For conference information and to register online, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 919-201-1512. We can't wait to see you at this year's conference. Call 919-201-1512 or visit cdifffoundation.org and we'll see you in November. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure to reintroduce our guest, Gareth Pierce-Jones, an infection prevention and control nurse, Dr. Jonathan Sutton, a consultant gastroenterologist in North Wales, and Melvin Bell, director and co-founder of Focus Games LTD. Joining us to discuss Game of Stools, improving C. diff training with a board game. Welcome back to the program, Gareth, Melvin, and Dr. Sutton. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. And Melvin, uh, maybe you can take this opportunity and tell us who the game is aimed at and how would they use it? 
game uh, as a board game was developed to be accessible to all healthcare professionals. Uh, and it's intended to be used in an informal setting. Um, but that means it can also work within uh, making a little bit more informal within formal training sessions as well. And the whole idea is to encourage discussions, uh, share knowledge uh, about the whole topic and engage the participants uh, in a way that a more formal training session perhaps doesn't do. And it takes about 25, 30 minutes um, to play the game. Uh, and it's a, a game that can be played more than once. You can play it many times uh, with the same group uh, or with different groups, obviously. And the variety of topics covered, the amount of questions that we have within it, the number of fact cards uh, encourages that repeat play. People are keen to see what else is in the game, how they can interact with it and learn from it. So the, the structure uh, helps that. Wonderful. And Melbourne, what kind of knowledge do you want players to take away from playing the game? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so the, the goal, as you said, is to make uh, learning fun uh, and increase participants' engagement and knowledge and confidence around C. difficile infections. And the topics that we cover within the, the game include areas such as uh, clinical features uh, of C. difficile, the risk factors, uh, how is it transmitted, uh, looking at laboratory diagnosis, uh, a big section on management and treatment, uh, looking at isolation precautions, and of course, uh, environmental cleaning uh, and issues like that. So quite, quite a range of topics that we cover within the game. It is, Melbourne. That's quite a lot of information to be shared and a splendid way to learn more about each area. And um, I'm going to switch over to Gareth. And Gareth, how do you play the game? So, Nancy, if you imagine um, a Monopoly board, it's probably the easiest thing to visualize. Um, so the game is played by two players or two teams of players. Um, we can play it with uh, up to eight people. So two teams of four is probably the maximum uh, that you can play it with. Um, and players simply roll dice, move their counter around the board, and then the play is determined by the squares that you land upon. Um, so very similar in setup to the Monopoly uh, board. So if you if you picture some of the squares around the board now, then there are uh, fact, C-diff, Clostridium difficile fact squares. If you land on one of these, you have to read aloud the Clostridium difficile fact so that everybody learns something. Um, if you land on a question, square, then the opposing player or team would read a CDF-themed question for you. Uh, the answers are on the card, so that's why it has to be the opposing player that reads the question. But if you answer it correctly, uh, you get to you win a brownie point at that point. So these are little poop icons, little uh, tokens that have got the poop icon on them. Uh, so we call those brownie points. Uh, and there's also a square on the board, which if you land on that one, we ask you to give us a demonstration of your hand wash technique. So the other um, squares uh, are poop squares. And if you land on one of these, then we ask you to imagine that your um, patient has passed a bowel motion. So we have to see whether the patient is having a loose stool or not. So what you do at that point is you get to roll a seven-sided dice. And the seven-sided dice uh, correlates with the seven stages of the Bristol stool chart. So for example, if you've rolled with the dice, if you've rolled a one, a two, a three, or a four, because that represents a formed stool on the stool chart, there's no action for the player. But if you've rolled a five, a six, or a seven, because that equates to a progressively loose, tending towards diarrhea stool on the stool chart, we would ask that patient, that player, uh, move into isolation. So mm -hmm. in the same way that you have uh, the old jail squares on the Monopoly board, we have mm -hmm. two isolation squares. Um, so we would ask that the player be moved into isolation at that point because of the loose stool. On their next go, they then get to pick a test result to see whether they have Clostridium difficile infection or not, if there's anything infectious in the stool sample. Um, and if it is, we then have a um, Clostridium difficile severity assessment scale, and we also have a treatment chart as well. So we decide how severe the patient's disease is, if it's mild, moderate, severe, or life-threatening, and that then relates to the appropriate treatment that the patient would go on. Once the patient is on treatment, um, we then ask that the player rolls formed stools for the next two consecutive goes. If you roll consecutive formed stools, then it shows that you're responding to your treatment. If you roll two consecutive loose stools, 
stools, so a five, six, or seven, then you're failing your treatment and you would go down the severity scale. Uh, so ultimately the game is won either by being the first player or team to have collected five brownie points. And the way you do that is by answering correctly five questions or you're the first player or team to have successfully treated that patient for Clostridium difficile infection. Amazing. Just amazing, Gareth. It's wonderful. And I do have a question. Gareth, what if there were only two individuals who want to play the sport game? Uh, do they become their own team? They play against themselves? They do, yeah. yeah. You could play it for two, two players, minimum of two players, um, or a maximum of about eight players. Wonderful. And how did you come up with the name Game of Stools? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> um, the Game of Stools was ultimately chosen as being quite a quirky, hopefully a memorable name, which does also have a subtle, uh, or maybe not so subtle, pop culture reference. Um, I am a Game of Thrones fan, in case you're wondering. Um, but initially, it had an even quirkier name. Initially, um, it was called Monplopoly, which is a, a, a bad uh, play on the Monopoly origin uh, of, the, of the game. But that was changed. Monplopoly uh, evolved uh, during the trial and uh, testing period and ultimately became uh, Game of Stools. Um, but as well as rebranding the game, we also came up with um, our mascot or figurehead, I suppose you'd call him. Uh, so this is Stanley Stool, as he was christened, and he features on the brownie point tokens. He's also on the board itself and on the box as well. So he, like I said, he acts as our um, Game of Stools mascot. Um, and hopefully just adds to, to making the game a more memorable experience for those playing it. Wonderful. And Gareth, uh, is there a recommended age group for this game? Well, it's designed for healthcare professionals. Um, so, no, not really. Any healthcare professional can play the game. Like I said, it's, it's meant to be played by anybody in that healthcare setting. So doctors, nurses, uh, students responded particularly well to it. Um, so, yeah, any, any healthcare professional can play it. Okay. And, Gareth, um, do you envision a second edition being developed in the future? Well, things like this, this kind of game where we talk about treatment, um, appropriate treatment and severity scales and things like that, is all subject to change, potentially, if a new uh, Clostridium difficile treatment came in um, next week or, you know, next, uh, next month, perhaps. Uh, then we would obviously have to adapt the game um, to make it relevant. Uh, so what we would do at that point is anybody that's bought the game already uh, would be issued with an updated um, set of cards, perhaps, to make it more relevant at that particular time. So hopefully that way we can always make sure there is relevant um, by following the current guidance and, and best practice for clostridium difficile management. Okay. Wonderful. And Gareth and Melvin, we thank you for providing the key points about the game of stools. At this point, we are going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will be discussing game of stools, improving seat of training with a board game with our guests, Gareth Pierce Jones, Melvin Bell, and Dr. Jonathan Sutton. Please stay tuned. We will be returned after these messages from our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. To help support the C. diff Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate or call toll-free 1-844-4-C-DIFF. That's 1-844-367-2343. 
Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Join us on November 8th and 9th at the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Philadelphia Airport Hotel. For conference information and to register online, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 919-201-1512. We can't wait to see you at this year's conference. Call 919-201-1512 or visit cdifffoundation.org and we'll see you in November. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety, as well as learn about upcoming events, teleconferences, and support sessions. To register for a session, call the CDF Foundation at 1-844-4-CDF. 1-844-367-2343 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and we thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure to reintroduce our guests, Gareth Pierce-Jones, an infection prevention and control nurse, and Jonathan, Dr. Jonathan Sutton, a consultant gastroenterologist, and Melvin Bell, director and co-founder of Focus Games. Uh, Gareth and Dr. Sutton and Melvin join us today to discuss Game of Stools, improving C. diff training with a board game. Welcome to the program, Gareth, Mel- Melvin, and Dr. Sutton. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Gareth, um, would you mind taking a moment just to review the symptoms of a C. difficile infection? Yeah, not at all. Um, so, Clostridium difficile is a bacterium that can be found in people's intestines, so their digestive tract or their gut. Um, and it doesn't cause disease by its presence alone because it is often found in healthy adults. And I think that approximately 3 percent of the normal healthy adult population do carry Clostridium difficile in their guts, which doesn't cause them a problem ordinarily. Uh, but it can cause disease when the normal bacteria in the gut with which Clostridium difficile competes are disadvantaged, usually by someone taking antibiotics, because uh, Clostridium difficile infection is almost always associated with current or recent antibiotic therapy. Um, so that then allows the Clostridium difficile uh, bacteria to grow to unusually high levels and it can allow the toxins uh, that they produce to reach levels where it then attacks the intestine and causes symptoms of disease. So the main symptom that you would associate with Clostridium difficile is diarrhea, which could be anything from mild to severe um, diarrhea. And then other symptoms as well, possibly fever, potentially, uh, loss of appetite, nausea, and abdominal pain or tenderness as well, you often see. Okay, well, thank you so much, Gareth, for sharing that. Uh, it's always great to review the symptoms and to educate our listeners who are not aware. So we also want to ask you, was the game tested in clinical settings? And if so, what were the outcomes? So, yes, it was. Um, we trialed and tested the game um, in our three local hospitals over a few, period of a few months um, back in 2015. Uh, so in total, we played the game with 85 different healthcare professionals. Um, like I said before, we 
we wanted to make sure that we did play the game with different healthcare professionals. So we played it with doctors, we played it with nurses, we played it with healthcare support workers, um, we played it with cleaning, domestic staff, um, and also both medical and nursing students were involved as well. Um, so everybody that played the game was given an anonymous questionnaire afterwards to gauge not just their opinion on the game itself, but also to try and assess their Clostridium difficile knowledge after playing the game. Uh, so when we came to studying the, uh, the data, we found that um, 83 out of 85 of those participants, which is 98%, uh, were correctly able to answer more Clostridium difficile questions after playing the game than they did beforehand. Some even improved their knowledge by up to 50%. Um, and the other thing that was good was people enjoyed the game. The feedback that we got from people playing the game uh, was uniformly positive. People genuinely enjoyed playing the game. Um, a few people even asked if they could take the game home to play with family and friends, which we took as uh, quite an encouraging sign. And then um, over the period of the last couple of years, since we've introduced uh, Game of Stools into our hospital, um, back in 2015 and regularly playing it on wards uh, since then. Our Clostridium difficile infection figures in North Wales have fallen from 17 in the second quarter of 2015 to 8 in the fourth quarter of 2017, which equates to an overall reduction of 53%. Uh, so the game now has its own website. Uh, and you can look at some reviews and feedback from players on there. So if you want to have a look at the website at all, it's www.stoolsgame.com. Wonderful. Gareth, congratulations. That's amazing. Yes. And we are really happy for you. And at this time, we would like to introduce Dr. Jonathan Sutton, a consultant gastroenterologist from Wales who has an interest in Clostridium difficile and has developed an FMT service to treat C. diff infections. Welcome to the program, Dr. Sutton. Hi, Nancy. Hello. Dr. Sutton, uh, right now, would you tell us how important do you think uh, the healthcare professionals receive effective training on subjects like this, such as C. diff? Uh, I think it's absolutely vital that healthcare professionals of all disciplines are educated about C. diff. I think too often uh, C. diff is seen as an issue for infection prevention teams to manage and other healthcare professionals are often bystanders and really the key to controlling C. diff and antimicrobial stewardship is engagement of healthcare professionals and I think the game of stools is a really good novel way of doing this. Exactly. And Dr. Sutton, what do you think of game of stools? I think it's brilliant. I think it's a really it's an ideal learning tool. It's fun, it's entertaining, it's informative, uh, and I'm absolutely convinced that a game of stools educates more than hours spent in a the lecture theatre. Okay. Well, Dr. Sutton, would you say, even though the game was developed in Wales, uh, would you say that the game would be suitable for healthcare professionals in any country? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, see the is an international problem. Um, if you think about you guys in the States at the moment, over the last five years, the incidence of C. diff has, infection has risen, um, becoming the most common healthcare-associated infection in, in U.S. hospitals, uh, with almost half a million patients uh, in a single year suffering with C. diff. And we've seen similar problems in Europe. It also is an emerging problem in East Asia, and clearly this shows that C. diff is a, a global problem, and I think it's important that healthcare professionals worldwide are educated about C. diff. Absolutely. Dr. Sutton, we know that CDI uh, is a global issue, uh, and this really validates the importance of a teaching tool such as this board game, and we thank you for uh, participating and sharing your thoughts. Um, okay. Dr. Sutton and, and Gareth, uh, thank you for providing the in-depth information that is certainly beneficial to our global listeners. Uh, at this time, we are going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will be reviewing the key points discussed with our guests. And stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. 
To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll free 1 844 4 CDF. That's 1 844 367 2343. Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Join us on November 8th and 9th at the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Philadelphia Airport Hotel. For conference information and to register online, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 919-201-1512. We can't wait to see you at this year's conference. Call 919-201-1512 or visit cdifffoundation.org. And we'll see you in November. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. The C. diff Foundation offers global community support sessions. C. diff can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing. Number one in infection prevention. For additional information on handwashing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and we thank our listeners joining us today. It's a pleasure to reintroduce our guest, Gareth Pierce-Jones, an infection prevention prevention and control nurse, Dr. Jonathan Sutton, a consultant gastroenterologist in North Wales, Melvin Bell, director and co-founder of Focus Games LTD. They're here to discuss Game of Stools, improving C. diff training with a board game. And Melvin, the game is now available for anyone to purchase and use. What kind of organizations have been buying it and do you know how they are using it? Yeah. Um, so, as we say, we've, we've had the game on the market for, um, for a few months now, and uh, it's going really well, uh, really positive. Uh, the main types of customers who buy the game, uh, first of all, tend to be hospitals, um, and they're looking at it in very much the way as Gareth developed the game for their staff training, uh, for engaging the whole team around infection prevention. Uh, and that's not just in the, the UK, um, but also where we're based, but also in the US, Canada, Australia, uh, and New Zealand uh, as well. One of the, the, apart from hospitals, one of the other areas who buy a lot of our games, and certainly for Game of Stools, are universities. Uh, and they use them in a slightly different way, is that they add them to the library collection, um, very much like a book, uh, and therefore they can lend the game out to their students and their tutors. Um, 
as, as another resource, uh, and that's a really good way of getting uh, the game of stools out to a wide audience. Uh, and again, it's a great tool for students, uh, and it's a great tool for small group sessions, uh, and again, helps them discuss and share the knowledge uh, uh, as, uh, as, as peers. Thank the, you, Melvin. So I was just going to say that one of the other um, areas that it's uh, great for is, of course, is uh, ancillary groups um, who are uh, working with uh, C. difficile patients. And again, if you want to extend that knowledge around uh, infection prevention to a wider audience, then it's a great way to perhaps those who are not um, uh, uh, doctors or nurses qualified but still have an interest in this area and you want to get them thinking and understanding a little bit more about infection prevention, then it's a great tool to engage the whole team within that discussion. Exactly. That's wonderful. And Mel, um, Melvin, we were briefly discussing um, the, the languages um, that are, it's available in. Uh, can you discuss and share that with the listeners? Uh, yeah, sure, I'd love to. Uh, so at the moment, Game of Stools is in English. Um, we are doing it, working on a translation for Spanish, uh, and that will be available uh, in the uh, early fall, uh, so uh, August, September time. Uh, and a lot of our games uh, translate into a number of languages, um, French, German, uh, Spanish, of course, Greek. Uh, and it's interesting that the, the game is a concept uh, actually transcends uh, language, culture, geography, uh, and it, it appears that wherever you go, uh, people take the games in, in a very positive way, and certainly that with the Game of Tools, we've seen that uh, uh, across uh, across the, uh, the different continents who have been using it so far. Adding Spanish and adding other languages is really just a way of extending its use, uh, and we know particularly within the U.S., Spanish is an important language as well. Absolutely, and will be very beneficial everywhere. Thank you so much for sharing that. And Melvin, the Game of Stools recently won an award. Congratulations. And can you tell us about that? Uh, Yeah, love to. Uh, So we were uh, really excited and really pleased. Uh, Within the UK, uh, uh, obviously we have a national health service, so it's a, a universal health service that covers the whole of the UK. And one of their awards every year uh, is an organization, and they look at what they call FAB, uh, FAB, uh, NHS Academy Awards. And this is where uh, a group look across the NHS and they look for uh, innovations, uh, inventions, and really things uh, that really improve the way we deliver healthcare uh, in the UK. And each year they celebrate uh, uh, those ideas and innovations with an award ceremony. Uh, and uh, we're really pleased that uh, in, uh, in 2017, which is the, the current year for these awards, uh, Game of Stools was chosen as the overall winner for 2017. Uh, Gareth uh, attended uh, the ceremony. Uh, he collected the award, had a few photographs um, taken. Uh, a real huge honour um, for uh, Game of Stools to be recognised. Of course, for Gareth to be recognised for all his uh, innovation and ideas and uh, the hard work he's put in over the years uh, to get it to this uh, this position. So we were extremely pleased, extremely excited and extremely proud. Oh, yes, absolutely. And we congratulate you both and uh, everybody involved with the development and Gareth for your um, innovative thought and making it uh, come to fruition. And Melvin, it's a wonderful honor. And we're just really excited for uh, for all of you um, to have this game. Yes, it's wonderful. Uh, We can't say it enough. I know. I'm saying it over and over again. Um, if Melvin, if our listeners were to like to get a copy of the Game of Stools, how can they um, obtain one? Yeah, uh, it's very, very easy. Let's say it's available in English uh, at the moment, uh, and it has its own website. And I'll reiterate that. So it's www.stoolsgame. That's S T O O L S G A M E. Dot com. So that's stoolsgame.com. Uh, the website is not just about um, buying the product. It has a lot of other information uh, on there that can support uh, C. difficile in the game of stools uh, and also has some reviews, as Gareth was mentioning earlier, earlier on. Uh, you can purchase um, through the website as well. It has a shop, um, and we ship anywhere in the world. We, as I say, earlier on, we talked about uh, down as far as Australia, New Zealand, uh, but certainly worldwide. So 
it's a it's a great resource, uh, and we're very proud of the website. So if you get a chance, then um, stop by and have a look. Wonderful. And Melbourne, can you discuss what's next? Uh, what are the plans for any more games like this? Uh, well, uh, I say we we predominantly do uh, this uh, this aspect um, of learning using games as a way of doing that, both digital and uh, board games. Uh, we already have a, a range of uh, of games available, over 40 titles uh, available uh, in the healthcare sector, uh, and they cover different aspects of patient safety, healthcare improvement, uh, management uh, within healthcare. Uh, and we have a website, focusgames.com, so that's www.focusgames.com. Uh, and we're currently working collaboration with uh, a number of healthcare providers and organizations that work around the NHS uh, or healthcare uh, globally, and also universities and local government uh, in the UK. And we're developing more games uh, uh, over the rest of this year. We've done quite a few so far this year, and there's lots more to come. Well, we look forward to all of them, Melvin, and thank you so much for sharing that. And we're going to shift over to Gareth. And Gareth, are you working on any other projects or challenges at this time? Uh, well, I'm I'm still an infection prevention and control nurse, first and foremost, and that's my, my day job. Um, but I, I do have a few ideas, you know, trickling away there, and nothing that I can really talk about in any great detail at the moment, but I have got a few ideas. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed the whole process of designing the game and trialing it and testing it and, and tweaking it and, and coming up with the different ideas and things for it. So I really enjoyed it. And I, I would, I'm very, very proud of, of uh, Game of Stools and where we've, where we've got to now, what we've achieved. Um, so I would love to do another game um, at some point. So like I said, I have got a few um, ideas. Um, but one thing that I could just quickly tell you about um, is on the back of the um, NHS Academy Award that we won last year, uh, Game of Stools is actually um, up for two categories in this year's Patient Safety Awards, um, which is really exciting. Uh, it's in Manchester in July, and we're up for the Infection Prevention and Control category and the Innovation and Product category. Uh, so if I could ask everybody to keep their fingers crossed for us um, until the 9th of July, and hopefully we might get some some good luck and come away with another win potentially. That would be amazing, and you certainly all deserve it. Um, this is not only a patient safety factor, but uh, the innovation and the uh, thought that went into it is um, extreme, and, and it's also quite beneficial worldwide. Um, you know, it, me being a nurse and all of our nurses here and fellow nurses uh, in infection prevention, um, this is, is not, like you said, it's for everybody. And that's what makes this so special. It's a board game to teach and to expand education in every sector. And that's what's so unique about it. And uh, we, you know, our hats are off to you on that, Gareth. And thanks for including other healthcare professionals in this thought. So that's wonderful. And Gareth, before we close the um, program today, do you have any closing comments you'd like to share with uh, the audience today? Um, just a big thank you, really, um, for this opportunity to, to talk about our little game. Um, and if anybody is interested, please do have a look at the website. Um, and, yeah, in closing, I suppose, uh, spread the word, not the germs. <laughs> that's good. That's wonderful. And I'm going to circle back over to Melvin. And Melvin, do you have any closing comments before we close the show? Yeah, well, I think just to reiterate what Gareth was saying is to thank you and your audience for taking the time to uh, listen to uh, our project and, uh, and our experiences around Game of Stools. I think Gareth uh, has done a great job in this in terms of uh, coming up with the idea and persevering with it through uh, what are always challenging and uh, getting an idea off the ground into commercialization and something which is now available, uh, let's say, uh, around the world. Uh, we've really enjoyed it. Uh, we do this uh, covering a number of games, a number of ideas, and we always get a great deal of fun from it. And uh, more importantly, uh, the people who play our games get a lot of fun and education from them. So uh, it's been a, it's been a good project, and uh, we've got a lot more to do with the Game of Stools. 
Absolutely. Melvin, thank you so much for your closing comments. And uh, we wish you the best with the upcoming projects also. And Dr. Sutton, would you like to share any closing comments before we close the show today? Oh, hi. I, I just want to uh, reiterate really that controlling C. diff infection uh, is a responsibility of all healthcare professionals. And I think Game of Thrones is a really great interactive way to educate all the staff groups about controlling C. diff. Thank you. And we agree with you. It is everybody's responsibility. And, you know, uh, we say here at the CDF Foundation, uh, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. And it definitely is that way. Mm -hmm. It takes uh, more than one person to row the boat. So we know and that's where it really is a unique uh, board game. And we're just so happy uh, for all of you. And we'd like to thank each of you. For joining us today on C. Dip Spores and More Global Broadcasting, uh, we're grateful for your dedication in healthcare education, the prevention and treatment of C. difficile infections, and all healthcare-acquired infections worldwide. We thank you for sharing this important information with our global listeners today. At this time, the members of the C. Diff Foundation wish to acknowledge all of the organizations around the globe dedicated to improving health, the organizations and professionals researching and developing new products, addressing C. difficile infection prevention, treatments, and protecting the gut microbiome, and addressing environmental safety worldwide. To learn more about C. difficile infection and recurrent C. diff infection clinical trials that are in progress and how you may be able to take part in a clinical study, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website, www.cdifffoundation.org, and click on the tab, Clinical Trials in Progress. Please help them help you to help others. We would like to thank Synthetic Biologics for being a diamond sponsor of the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place on November 8th and 9th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Embassy Suites Philadelphia Airport property. We are grateful to all of the corporate sponsors and exhibitors partnering with the C. diff Foundation and whose services and products are in alignment with our global mission. Thank you so much. And we thank you for more information for more information and to register, please visit the C. Diff Foundation's website, cdifffoundation.org. We are grateful for all of the keynote speakers joining us this year at our two-day conference and for the C. Diff community industry leaders who will be exhibiting and sharing their products. Focused on healthcare-acquired infection prevention treatments and environmental safety and diagnostics. We look forward to learning more together with you in November. We send out our get well wishes to all of our patients being treated and recovering from a C. difficile infection and the many wellness draining illnesses being combated across the globe. I'm your host, Nancy Corrala, with our reminder, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you good health, continued healing, and a good day. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Kerala, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together.